Welcome to the Ag Future Podcast, presented by Alltech. Join us as we explore the future of farming, food, and nutrition. Shays Riches is Technical Sales Support Manager at Copens International in Helmond, the Netherlands. And he joins us to discuss recirculating aquaculture systems, RAS technology, that dramatically reduces the amount of water and space required to intensively produce seafood products. And we thank you for joining us, Chase. Thank you. Let's begin by asking you to give us a brief history of, of RAS farming. Why did we start growing fish on land in the first place? Well, one of the main reasons is that uh, this offers the opportunity to uh, farm, for example, uh, tropical species in cold conditions. Uh, One big example is uh, the African catfish in Holland. This is a fish that requires about 26 degrees uh, Celsius, and in Holland it could never survive. But still, it's a a uh, well-valued fish in Holland, so we have to use ras with uh, heated water and and uh, purification systems uh, to farm this fish. But other reasons are that you're close to the market and you can position the the farm where you want to be. So close to the market, uh, lowest transportation cost. It also offers you the possibility to choose a real water supply. So in an area where you know the borehole water to be really good. Another thing is that you can control the conditions for the fish. You can look after optimal conditions all the time. And also in the the case of any diseases, you have much more control. And maybe a last point is that you can prevent escapees. Uh, Like in cage farming, sometimes fish, unfortunately, do escape and can mingle with uh, wild stocks. Well, this is uh, near impossible in a rust farm. And how is this technology being received by the industry? What position does rust farming have in the world of modern agriculture? Well, I think its uh, importance is increasing. I think it, uh, it was a rather local affair in some countries, like, uh, well, Holland is one of the first, I think, but also Denmark had a leading position. And uh, But it spreads and spreads, first for only for the expensive species, but it becomes uh, more of a mainstay across the industry because of all the, the advantages that it has. So it has modernized aquaculture, and I'm sure it will continue to modernize because we can still improve certain purification methods, and we can also reduce the amount of water uh, needed to produce a kilo of fish. And what would you say are the key challenges for farmers who produce fish in, in these recirculating aquaculture systems? Well, I think that one of the most important things is that you keep constant, optimal conditions. And, uh, for example, if you feed your fish, you will always have a sort of, certain fluctuation in the feed level because you, you harvest a large fish, you also put in new young fish, so therefore the feed rate start, uh, yeah, tends to fluctuate. But the biology in the filter the responds to this, and this can uh, yeah, be a reason for fluctuating water quality. So it's very important for the farmer to keep his conditions uh, yeah, optimal and constant all the time because then the fish have no reason to feel uncomfortable and they will always eat well and grow well. Okay, let's say that I'm in the business. I have a fish farm. I have a RAS system. What are three things that I'm looking for in a, a RAS feed supplier? Well, that's a very good question. I think if you would ask me one thing, it would be consistency. Because I think the first thing that people will look into is a feed that gives a high feed intake and consequently uh, a good growth, uh, assuming that you can have a really good FCR. So feed intake is one of the first things that people will mention in line with growth. The second would be uh, a low waste load, so low in organic matter, feces you could say, but also um, 
low ammonium production. So by uh, changing or regulating the DPDE, and that's the, the ratio between digestible energy over digestible protein, you can, uh, you can uh, reduce the amount of ammonium produced. So therefore you can feed more. But as I said, the first important one would be the consistency. You need a consistent feed that is uh, the same in taste and in flavor and composition all the time, because otherwise the filters will react. It's not so bad for the fish, but the filters will react, and that's not what you want. Uh, and what are the key challenges to achieving optimal gut health in res-farmed fish? I think it starts with uh, choosing high-quality ingredients that have a high digestibility and also that have a low level of anti-nutrients because you don't have to uh, fix anything that you haven't uh, damaged, you could say. And anti-nutrients are not good for gut health. So that's what we reduce in our RAS feeds. And uh, Chase, what are the benefits of RAS-produced fish over ocean-based fish farming? That's a good question. I think the difference doesn't have to be that big. You can produce good fish in, uh, in either system. I think while RAS feeds uh, need to fulfill higher requirements, you normally have a higher quality feed, perhaps with higher uh, EPA or DHA or both uh, ratio. This could make for a better fish, a higher quality fish, considering uh, the consumer demands. But, I mean, you could have the same feed in a, in a cage and produce similar fish. So I think on the quality side, there doesn't have to be a big difference. You may have touched on this a, a bit earlier in the conversation, but in recent years, there's been an issue with the occurrence of off-flavoring microorganisms in RAS systems. Yeah. Has this been addressed and overcome? Yes and no. I think it's good to first line, uh, outline also that uh, outdoor farms can have off flavor because the two uh, types of microorganisms that, uh, that produce uh, this off flavor, chaosmin and uh, isoborneol, they can live anywhere. They can live in filters. That's where they like to live. So rust farms usually have them, but you have them in pond farms as well. So what, what a lot of rust farms these days do, they use uh, moving bed bioreactors, and that's a place where these microorganisms do not like to live because they need a sort of fixed structure to attach themselves on. And if you have a moving bed bioreactor, by nature, they cannot uh, attach. So these systems normally have a very low amount of these microorganisms and often have no off flavor at all. So that's one important thing to go around it. But then still, I think it's important to, uh, to purge the fish, I would say, from a pond farm as well as uh, from a rust farm and taste your fish. Just make sure that there's not, uh, not even a hint of off flavor because that is not a nice taste and it would really spoil the quality of, uh, of your fish. So you really have to stay on top of it. Always. Yes, always. Even if you don't have it in your farm, we have several customers that I think mainly due to the moving bed bioreactors do not have off-flavor issues. They will still purge, even if it's for a few days, and test the fish before they sell them to the market. So then the quality is always spot on. And I think it's important because if you don't do it, it takes only one farmer to, well, to spoil the market for all. So this is, this is really important. But as I said, not just for us. So what does the future look like for RAS farming methods in aquaculture? Well, I think uh, RAS farming will increase and continue to improve the whole aquaculture industry. And now there's a very big movement of uh, keeping uh, smolts uh, onshore, and it offers much more control and uh, no issues with uh, sea lice. So th this industry has, uh, has, uh, has seen that this is a big uh, benefit to them. I think there will be more types of aquaculture that will use this, uh, this RAS and, uh, and make, 
make uh, a higher productivity with more efficiency and more sustainability. Because rust farming by nature is also very sustainable. You can reach a lower carbon footprint, you use uh, less water, you have less production, uh, pollution. And I think the, the amount of liters we require to produce a kilo of fish will, will reduce in the coming years. Chase Riches is Technical Sales Support Manager at Copens International in Helmond, the Netherlands. Thank you for joining us. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Ag Future Podcast, presented by Alltech. For show notes and more episodes, visit alltech.com forward slash agfuture. future.